Welcome to Finding Serenity in the Midst of Chaos podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tulay Masi, and I help high-achieving professional women move from overwhelmed people-pleasers to finding their balance, purpose, and meaning in life. This podcast is a series of transformational radio interviews with my friend 007 Ian Fleming about life's everyday challenges. We dive into so many life topics and I give profound examples of how I overcame some of these challenges to find inner peace, joy and serenity despite the changing and chaotic circumstances. As you listen more and more, you will find the useful tips and tools you can apply and embody right now so that you too can find inner peace from the inside out no matter what your circumstances are. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, Hi. July. Hello. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that was the uh, 11th of the 11th. What a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 11-11, indeed. Yes. How are, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. As you know, I've been, um, I was wiped out with COVID pretty much during the middle of October, right up until the start of November. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I'm... I would say I'm 98, 99% now. So oh, I'm pretty much back to normal. I'm loving the percentages. It's good. I know. How I'm measuring them, I don't know. But <laughs> well, they work for me. Well, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is good. <laughs> it is. It's good to have you back. It's good to be <laughs> yeah, back yeah. here All as te- well. Yeah, technologies. A few improvements on the, the technology side of things now from both of us. So you've yes. got a nice new pair of headphones there. I'm very envious of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I can see you with the camera. Maybe yes, I'm in HD now. Yeah. Excellent. Some point in time, we might be able to show these interviews to our listeners at you, some you point. You never know. We, well. might go, we might go video, but uh, yeah, radio and podcast at the moment. So you can't yes. get the benefit of all this new technology, but it's all, <laughs> all progress. All progress. Yes. Talking of progress. Mm. <laughs> What should we talk about today? I don't know. It makes you think because you get used to doing things, don't you? You know, we've been talking for a long time now and mm. we we follow a particular sort of a, a pattern. Yet there's lots of flexibility around what we do. But we do kind of, you know, have we have a regular time where you and you form habits, don't you, of uh, yeah. how you tackle things and how you do things. Exactly. Wow. It's funny you should say that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's good, actually. You're right. You know, we do we do things in a certain pattern. And once we start to do them in a pattern, our brains start to recognize that mm. and not only recognize it, but start to look for it. Mm. Look yeah. for those habitual things. And and you know why this is? Um, is it all part of what we've said before about the brain trying to keep us safe? Yes. That is part of it. Right. Because what brain thinks is safe is what's familiar and what's comfortable. Sure. And so once we start to form these habits, they start to become familiar and comfortable. You know, if you think about when you first start to exercise, yeah. the first few times it's a bit difficult. Yes. Not only to do the exercise or just to even get yourself to go and do the exercise. It's yep. a bit difficult, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. But far easier to sit on the settee and watch the telly. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's do that. Well, funnily, funnily enough, that also become, became a habit in most of us. Yes. In the evenings, it comes to a certain time, you go and sit and watch the telly. And 
the brain thinks that's comfortable. Or, or even go sit at your desk and continue to look at the computer screen, mm. not, not talk to anybody. That's a habit in itself. Mm. Keeping yourself busy constantly mm. without giving yourself a break to actually mm. listen and be in silence. That is a habit in itself. Yeah. And another habit I was, I must say is about how you talk to yourself. We talked about this before. Mm. The words that we say to ourselves and the self-sabotage, the negative self-talk, mm. all of that is actually a habit. People, most people don't even think that this is a habit. Most, when you say habits, most, most people think about the exercising, drinking coffee, doing your teeth and whatever. Yeah. But all of this is also a habit. Interesting. When you speak to yourself, yeah. Yeah, I was going to come back on that, the way you speak to yourself, because I remember us saying in the past, you wouldn't speak to a good friend the way that you would speak to yourself. You, you know, you wouldn't say, oh, well, you, you know, your your hair's really terrible today. And, um, well, you know, why did you dye your hair that colour? And what on earth are you wearing? You know, you, you, wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't say that to somebody that you had respect for. But yet, we're quite happy to say it to ourselves, aren't we? We are indeed. And you know what? That also uh, is deep-seated. You know, you just said, you don't say that to somebody you have respect for. Mm -hmm. What is that telling you about yourself? You don't necessarily love yourself or respect yourself because you you feel it's okay to keep talking to yourself in a bad way mm. unkind way and again this happens unconsciously and people might sit there and wonder well how is that comfortable but it may not be comfortable but it's certainly familiar yeah that's interesting yeah so come so familiar sorry familiarity isn't always necessarily comfortable well yeah because the thing is you we've created some sort of comfort in the discomfort that we are we've created for oh, ourselves yes this is another example isn't it about like sitting on a bed of nails that's right and uh, <laughs> it's easier to sit there and take the pain than to actually try and get off and experience initially a little bit more pain but then be free of it that's right and for those of those of the listeners who who is just catching the podcast or haven't had the chance to listen to the previous episodes or mm it's probably good to reiterate the story that yeah. um there was a there was a guy on his morning walk and he could hear this dog crying from a distance and as he came closer and closer he saw this dog sitting on the porch of somebody with an old man next to it and he asked the old man oh my god something wrong with your dog why is he crying the old man just kind of shrugged and just said because he's sitting on a nail he said, well, let's move him. Why, is it, why isn't he moving then? He just said it because it's too painful. Mm, yeah. So perhaps isn't it too painful for us to change our ways and change things in our lives? It's, it's too painful. So it we sit and carry yeah. on with the pain that we've already got. It's kind exactly. of we're going around in circles here a bit, aren't we? <laughs> we are. The thing is, is kind of um, it is more painful at that point in time in our perception mm. in for our brain mm. to sit on that nail and kind of, um, the, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, put up with the pain that you're already in mm. than having to put yourself through even more pain to yeah. move from the nail. Mm. Yeah. But, but then there has to come a time where you have to decide, you have to choose which pain is more. Yeah bearable or rich pain I have to choose because mm. you know 
um, there is only so long you can sit on a nail that's hurting you. Yes, yeah. I love these illustrations, as you and any people now are, that are regularly listening to us will will be getting to know. You know, I'm very mm. much a, a pictures person. This this picture of the dog getting up off the nail, I can imagine that's awful. You know, mm. terrible mm. pain. But then it's it's finished. It's yeah. it, it's it's over. It's that one last little bit of pain, and then it's behind you. It, it is only forward from there, I think. That's is right. that right? You know, that's, that is true because you see, mm. most of the time, the pain we think we are going to go through that we imagine is ah. actually more than the pain that actually could occur. And right. this always happens. I'll give you an example. Just this week, I've gone on live on LinkedIn for the first time on oh. live video, just like I do my Facebook lives. And for so long, I've just, I was just creating all these reasons as to why I couldn't go, whether I will be accepted, whether it's still a thing, and just all the stuff. And then in the end, I just like, I can't wait any longer. I have to do this. <laughs> Let's do this. And it was like so easy. Mm. So all this stuff that I've created in my head yeah. actually was just for nothing. And yeah. when I did it, I was so excited to do it and I actually really loved doing it. Mm. So it's it's funny that how we create these things in our heads. So it's same with the habits. Oh, I can't get up in the morning. I like I like my sleep too much, or I won't be able to do this because whatever. Mm. But then, just gotta consider what is the consequences of not mm. moving from that nail yes. for you. Yeah. If it is exercising is every day, then if you are cho- you're essentially choosing to spend the rest of your life feeling heavy, mm. being heavy, yes. being unhealthy and whatever. And it's fine now, yeah. maybe if three months from now is fine, but where will you be in a year from mm. now if you continue to sit in that same mm. comfortable discomfort, if you like? Yeah, yeah, good expression. Yeah, that does sum mm. it up quite well, actually. Yeah, comfortable yeah. discomfort. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Interesting points that you picked up on, you know, one is that imagined future, that imagined outcome that Mm. actually doesn't happen. That's got to be very common for people to put obstacles in their way. You know, if it's a phone call that you don't want to make, you know, this is going to go wrong. I'm not going to get my product repaired. You know, they're not going to listen to me. This Mm. this happened to me, actually. I wrote a letter to, I had some problem with a um, a stereo player. This is probably going back about 20 years. And I, I jumped in a little bit, bit quick because I said in my letter or something, I'm sure you were not willing to consider looking at this and things like that. And, um, you know, I mean, we live and learn. I wouldn't write a letter like that 20 years later now, but <laughs> at the time I kind of felt like that and thought, you know, I know you're not going to listen to me and actually put that in the letter. And the guy came <laughs> back to me and said, already. thank you. Yeah. Thank you for Please your very, listen to me. no, <laughs> Please don't listen to me. I don't want to get this product replaced. Um, the guy come back. I still remember his opening comment. He said, thank you for your very detailed and cogent letter. I had to look up what cogent meant. And um, he said, um, the only thing um, I would have to disagree with straight away is that we wouldn't want to listen and look into this thing. He says, as, as I'm sure a person of your esteem realizes that, you know, in order to solve a problem, we have to look at the facts. And, you know, we will, of course, you know, look into the situation and and come up and actually they did solve it. So I shouldn't have told them in my initial letter that, you know, I'm sure you're not going to want to listen to me and I'm sure you're not going to want to solve it. But 
<laughs> you know, I should have just stuck to the facts. This is my experience. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want a replacement. Please organize it for me. Would yes. have is a better approach, but yeah, it's or even better approach would have been obviously state the facts and say, I'm sure somebody like your company will be able to solve this problem very easily. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're going to put any words into their heads, make sure it are the right you're words. Putting in the good words, it's like what you're talking about. Put good words in your own head. Mm. Put good words into somebody else's. Yeah. head as well yeah. isn't it yeah exactly exactly it, it's it's like also having a a parking ticket or whatever you want to fire off you want to yeah you know it's that anger i i shouldn't have you shouldn't have issued this ticket on whatever you know i'm can imagine people get into lots of strife and argument but actually i remember my wife got into a situation where she got a ticket for parking across two different bays she the car crossed the oh, line no. this was in the marketplace in banbury our local town and mm. Actually, she had just parked between two other cars and mm. got, and I re- remember writing a letter saying we weren't in a rush. Um, you know, that we paid for the parking. There was plenty mm. of time. There were two cars either side. She reversed into the middle. There was no way she would have known that she wasn't parking within the bays. And also the other cars must have been outside the zone yeah, in order for her yeah. to go equidistant between the two and actually they wrote back and and they they quashed the uh, the, the ticket so they they understood oh, wow. the situation but it was a the fact is i've learned now to write factual polite and positive letters <laughs> and you know we're relying upon your goodwill to help us out in this situation mm, so it's exactly. just putting those it's trying to put them in a position of power rather yeah, than argue exactly. against them because that's you, right because it always helps when somebody acknowledges you and you as a person or whatever and other people want to be heard and mm. acknowledged and you know playing up to their good side as it were yeah. so that always helps yeah. so a but couple yeah. of examples for me mm. perhaps just a little bit off track of what we're talking yeah. but it's all it's all about those messages you know we start off by saying you mm. know we create these scenarios that are perhaps not going to happen yes uh, um, yes Yes, yes. Uh, good, good, good way to bring it back to the habits. And this is exactly what you, you keep saying to yourself. Well, I can't get up early in the morning. I don't have time to exercise. Well, I'm too busy in the day. I'd, you know, I'm not going to be able to create a time to meditate or whatever it might be that's useful for you, whatever the habit you want to create. Or I can't he- eat healthy because I won't be able to cook when I go home. All of these are the things that you're basically telling your brain that this is not going to happen. So as we know already, that your brain believes everything that you say, Mm. no matter what you say to it. (laughs) And it will create your external reality. It will create even more business for you to make sure that you don't have the time. Mm. It's going to make you even more sleepy that you don't get up early in the morning. (laughs) But you see, no matter how many people and... How many experts or whatever might say to you that habits are difficult? I can assure you every single person in their life has changed at least one habit and changed it very easily. Mm. One thing about, oh, I would never be able to wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah. When you have kids, <laughs> you wake up in the middle of the night. Of course, it's not, it becomes the norm. Exactly. You've got you to do it. Problem. Yes, you've got to do it. Not only that, but. Perhaps this wasn't the greatest example, but mm. whatever it is, that you, if the doctor tells you to lose weight, you lose weight no matter what. Mm. You do adapt those habits because you know the consequences of not 
Yes. Doing that is yeah. more detrimental to you. So the pain of sitting there is more painful than actually moving. Mm. So to me, I made this so simple in my head. It's still not necessarily easy, but it is simple. You decide, you commit, and you repeat. You repeat. Okay. You decide, you commit, you repeat. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's nice. That is what a sab- habit is all about. You know, mm. give you an example in my life that when I, uh, my, my second child, my daughter was born five years ago, at six weeks postnatal, I decided that I, I'm going to exercise every day. Mm. You know, I've had the kind of uh, habit of exercise here and there from that time to time, but it wasn't a regular thing every yes. morning, every day. So from six weeks onwards, Every evening, I did seven minutes of exercise, a core exercise to build me up. Mm-hmm. And by 10 weeks, I was able to do 25 minutes a day, every day. And she's now almost five and a half, more than five and a half. And to this day, I continuously exercise. You know why? Because I committed to doing that. And I decided I needed to exercise. I committed to doing that. And I repeat. And once you actually keep doing the same thing you it's your habits your actions actually reinforce that behavior and it becomes a habit automatically you don't have to do anything anymore just like you don't have to learn how to ride a bike just Mm. like you don't have to learn how to do your teeth every morning yep so so that's good news for us then isn't it if we're looking to change habits it's perhaps not as hard as we think and it is possible you see, something is going to be as hard as you think it is. You just said it yourself oh, yeah. or as easy and simple as you make it is. That was said to me on the day my son was born because they said I was mm. one of the most excited dads that they'd ever seen about having a, a new child born. That's great. Yeah, I hope so. And I said, I know it's going to be hard, but I'm really looking forward to it. And the nurse said, it's as hard as you make it. Yeah. And I remember that Daniel's 15 coming up 16 early next year. So, yeah, oh 16, God. nearly 16 years ago now. I don't know where that time's gone, but same old story <laughs> with time, isn't it? That's uh, right. And I can still remember that. And that was And I thought that's a great thing in life. It's as hard as you make it. That really is something I need to grasp and, mm. uh, and do something with. Yes. And uh, you and continuously realize. just keep. Uh, reminding yourself of mm. that this is really hard well is it really hard uh, or am I choosing it to be hard yes. it to be as hard or as easy as I make it yeah fantastic Chulite it's been another great conversation today as always love these all these little examples that we come up with once we start sort of uh, chewing around the subject and whatever so yeah. could you perhaps summarize for us what would be the main learning from the conversation that we've had today <laughs> Just as we are on the topic of habits, I'm going to repeat what I said before. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) This is demonstration, podcast demonstration. (laughs) It is easy to adopt new habits. All you have to do is to, you decide, you commit, and you repeat. That's it. Very succinct, very simple. (laughs) That's the key message to take away today. Well... Yep, old habits die hard, as they say, and um, (laughs) time has beaten us again. So I guess we'll have to wrap it up for another episode. And we look forward to people joining us again for uh, more episodes. And don't forget to give us a a review. Uh, We are 
on the radio we are on apple podcasts so do give us a review on that um on that podcast system yes thank you thank you ian have a nice day bye for now bye If you're serious about attracting what you want in life, make gratitude a part of your daily routine and watch amazing things happen. Did you know that you can have a better mental health and physical health, enhance compassion, feeling of calm and peace, have better sleep and improved self-esteem just by making gratitude a habit? Well, I've just a thing for you to integrate gratitude into your daily life in just 8 minutes a day. It is what I call a heartfelt gratitude meditation audio. I put it together just for you and it is available now to anyone who wants to use it for free. Just go to www.tulaimasicoaching.com forward slash gratitude and start living your life in gratitude right now. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. If you're the kind of person who like to help others, then share this with your friends, family and colleagues, because if you found value, they will too. So please share via all your social media channels. If you want transformational content like this daily, follow me on LinkedIn by just searching for my name. Finally, I do have a personal request. I truly believe that we are all here to help others and to grow and evolve ourselves. Together, you and I, let's help more people. If you would please leave a good review on iTunes, I would be so grateful. And with your help, we can transform more lives together. Thank you for listening.